Hello and welcome to another episode of the Troy Francis podcast with me, Troy Francis. So look, it is a very special show today because we are, well, very deep into the coronavirus, COVID-19 catastrophe or calamity or crisis or whatever you want to call it. I think that's undeniable now. Things are moving apace. And so what I wanted to do in this episode of the show was really just reflect on it, kind of talk about it a little bit, uh, talk about how it will affect the dating marketplace, the game marketplace, as well as other things. Um, And yeah, just chew the fat on it for a little while. I haven't massively planned this out. I think I'm just going to sort of talk about it, give you a few of my thoughts, a few of my impressions. But overall, we have to remain positive. We have to remain stoic and positive in the face of adversity. That is the underlying message of all of this. Of course, there are things to be concerned about. Of course, this is affecting our daily lives in different ways. But there are things that we can do and there are positives to be taken from it, even in a situation of some adversity, there's always something that you can do that's going to make your life better and hopefully the lives of other people around you better as well. So that is the theme of today's show. But before we get into all of that, I just wanted to remind you that you can still get all 11 of my books about dating, game, the sexual marketplace and all of that great stuff for just $39. It's a digital bundle. It's called Renegade Dating Blueprint, and the link is below. And you can download that immediately and get access to all 11 of my current books on this subject matter, the exact stuff that we deal with on this channel. So you've got books like How to Be an Arsehole. You've got books like The Seven Laws of Seduction, Fifty Shades of Game. There's a book called Text Game Mastery in there, which will help you with your your texting and your SMS and, and even Tinder game. And there's a book called The Seven Laws of Seduction, which is the first book that I that I wrote and I published. And that book just gives you basically seven principles that will help you to become proficient in this field. So <clears throat> if it's the case that you're self-isolating, if maybe you're off work at the moment, you haven't got a lot to do, there really is no better time than now to invest in yourself and to spend a bit of time doing some self-improvement, doing some self-development. And this is one area, you know, if, you, if this has been something that you've been thinking about getting handled, if dating and game is something that, you know, you want to improve on, you want to get better at, you want to improve your results, then, and you're stuck at home, then now really is the time to be studying this material, to be taking advantage of, of this offer and, you know, looking at other content as well, by all means. But you know, really, really focusing on this because, and this is really what I'm going to come on to say, at a time like this when it looks like isolation is going to be necessary for a period of time, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Either you're going to complain about it and you're going to rail about it, or you're going to make the decision to use the time in a profitable way, in a way that's going to benefit you in the longer term. So the bundle is called Renegade Dating Blueprint. It's just $39. You can get it on the link below. The other thing as well is to support me on Patreon. Now, I've got a VIP members area on Patreon, and then I've got a, uh, a sort of VVIP members 
area on Patreon as well. And if you go for the second of those, you will get Renegade Dating Blueprints as part of the package, uh, but you're paying a monthly subscription. But what you get with that as well is two videos from me a week, two extra videos from me a week, plus articles and other you know, cool bits and pieces. It's like having your own virtual wingman, if you like. So do get involved with that. Again, the link is below. And do hit subscribe to this channel also, because it really, really helps me to, uh, you know, spread the word to get more subscribers, etc., etc. By the way, with that, I'm talking about YouTube. <clears throat> you might be listening to this show on a different podcast provider. If you are, that's great. Thank you very much for tuning in. But do head over to YouTube, just search Troy Francis, and subscribe to my channel over there because that's where I'm putting a lot of time and energy at the moment and putting like loads and loads of content up there for, for free. So go over and get involved and just give me a subscribe, give me a comment, a couple of likes and it will be awesome guys. Okay, so anyway, that's enough for the plugging. Let us talk a bit about COVID-19, about coronavirus. Excuse me, I'm just going to take a drink. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's happening, isn't it? It is events are moving at a pace. Now, I'm in the UK. I'm in London at the moment. Um, there have been... How many cases do we have now? We have a, a couple of hundred um, cases that have been identified. I think we have had about 34 deaths, sadly, so far. So, you know, um, this thing is, is, is happening. It's spreading. It seems to be spreading exponentially. We've seen what's happening in countries like Italy. We've seen what is happening in places like Spain. Uh, a lot of countries have now closed their borders. So I think, uh, well, those two countries that I've just mentioned have closed their borders. I think Germany's closed uh, her borders uh, to certainly to, to certain countries. I know Poland has, Ukraine has, Saudi Arabia, I think, uh, the, the United Arab Emirates. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of countries are taking that precaution and, you know, you can understand why. Now, <clears throat> in the UK, we haven't done that as yet. So in the UK, the borders are still open uh, and they're taking a fairly softly, softly approach to dealing with this thing, or at least they have been up until now. So their strategy, which has been actually criticised a lot in the media, I have to say, over the weekend, has been sort of to, well, they were talking about this herd immunity thing last week, which is basically to allow a fairly large proportion of the population to get infected so that people become, people get it and then they recover from it and they become immune to it. So that, and, and the idea, I think, behind that is to try to stem the, the spread of the um, of the of the the virus that has been criticized a lot because people over here are saying well hang on a minute how come we're seeing in new york you know the bars and the restaurants and everything are being closed down in las vegas uh we're seeing in france i think everything's been closed down poland everything's closed down people are isolating at home etc etc why are we not seeing this kind of thing happening in the uk and the government <clears throat> here so so far I've taken this slightly different tack but I suspect what's going to happen as the cases rise and unfortunately as you know people end up succumbing to this and losing their lives 
I think our government is going to turn around pretty quickly and start to put in some more of these these measures. You know, people are going to be told to, to stay at home. I mean, we're being told to stay at home anyway already, but, you know, it's, it's going to become more official. We'll probably see the closure of certain public spaces and, you know, uh, restaurants, cafes, bars, all this kind of thing. Um, so it, it, it feels at the moment <clears throat> somewhat inevitable that this is happening and it's, it's going to go on for, for a while. And, you know, the net effect of it is there's the possibility of getting infected with this thing. So there's the possibility of becoming unwell. And uh, aside from that, there is the, the knock-on effect of having to self-isolate, not being able to go out and meet people. It's going to have effects in terms of work, in terms of jobs. I mean, all of this stuff. Now, if you're listening to this, and depending on what age you are, maybe you're between, you know, 25 to 55 to 60 sort of thing, um, which I guess is, you know, my, my, the usual range of people who consume my, my stuff, um, <clears throat> then the chances are that if you get this, you're going to be ill for a bit, and you're going to have to take some time out and probably stay in bed or whatever. And then you're going to recover and it's going to be okay. It, the, the, the mortality rate for this is pretty low. It's between 2 and 3%. And we have to bear that in mind. It's, it's, it's relatively low. Now, it's higher. It's higher than flu. It's higher than some other sort of more common viruses that go around. But it is nevertheless relatively low. So most people that get this, okay, you might be ill, but you are going to come out the other side. Um, so that's one thing to bear in mind. So it's not that this is automatically a death sentence for everybody, but it certainly is a massive imposition. And it's certainly, you know, a, a big change to our way of life. And, and that's really what a lot of us have to deal with. So what I'm coming around to say is, given that probably most of us listening to this show are, you know, even if we get it, we're going to kind of be okay health-wise. And please... I'm not a medical expert, so obviously, you know, you need to go to your doctor and follow whatever procedures are happening where you are. But, um, you know, I'm just saying as a general overview, given that most of us are going to come out the other side from this, then the main thing that we have to deal with is the knock-on effects. And that basically is self-isolation, because that seems to be what everybody's being told to do and certainly as I said I mentioned a few places before I believe New York City's kind of shutting down a lot of its public places I think from today or this week you know um, the the net effect of all of this is that you're going to be encouraged to to stay at home and self-isolate and even if you did say sod it I'm going to go out and flaunt the rules and you shouldn't do that obviously but you know even if you were going to do that there's not really going to be a lot to do because everyone else is going to be isolating and everything's going to be closed which is a bit of a bummer, particularly <laughs> as we are just coming into the spring and particularly if you are interested in social dynamics and you know you want to go out and meet people and get better socially, get into the dating market, all of that kind of stuff. This is not a very, very good time <laughs> for any of that stuff. Let's be under no illusions. That's just the way it is, okay? For the, for the time being. Um, but there's a couple of things that come out of that. And the first thing to say is that it's very easy to catastrophize about 
situations like this. And I'm as guilty of it as anybody. I have had a tendency in my life to catastrophize about things. You know, something happens. And actually, this is sort of part and parcel of that addictive personality that I've talked about before. If you're an addictive person, something happens to you. So say you get ill or you you get fired from your job or something negative happens. And certain people, certain personality types, and I believe this particularly applies to those of us who have an addictive personality, we seize on that and we think, oh my God, this is just going to, this is just, this is it forever. You know, I feel ill. I'm just going to feel like this. For, what if I feel like this forever? This, this, is, this is the end of my life now. Um, and the reason that people then go on to use substances or they go on to, I don't know, do gambling excessively or, you know, using pornography or whatever it is, whatever addiction they happen to have, is to try to take away that feeling because there's this fear. And the fear says, this crappy thing that's happening right now, it's going to be like this forever. How am I going to cope with it? And it's very easy with coronavirus to sort of think like that. We're starting to see all of these closures all over the place. We're starting to see pictures of places like Rome, which are normally busy and full of tourists, absolutely empty. And there is a tendency to to look at it and to think, oh my God, this is it forever. Life as we know it has ended uh, I'm just going to have to sit in my room for the rest of my life. And how, you know, how am I going to cope with that? <clears throat> and the first thing that we all need to bear in mind is that that's just not the case. Okay. Now, this may go on for some time. It may go on for longer than we would like, but it won't go on forever because everything passes. And this is something that I've learned through doing recovery, through getting into that process of putting down alcohol and other substances and learning to live a bit more in the moment, learning to live in the day a little bit more, which is a big central tenet of 12-step recovery, by the way, is living in the day. And there's a saying that often gets passed around at meetings, which is, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And coronavirus, COVID-19, this too shall pass. It might take a long time. It might you know, cause a lot of problems along the way, but it will pass in some shape or form. I mean, already we're seeing reports that the number of cases in China and I think South Korea as well have fallen due to the the efforts that those countries have made. So look, I mean, you know, it's a a rubbish situation, but it's not going to last forever. It is not the end of days. And I do see other people as well, self sort of catastrophizing about this online. And there are some people that are very gleeful about it. You know, there are people that believe that it's all part of a big conspiracy theory and this is, you know, the end of an era and it's the sort of the overturn of civilization as we know it. I don't buy into that kind of thinking, um, but I certainly don't buy into the idea that this is, you know, this is the end of days. This is, you know, and we need to get, we need to be very careful with that kind of thinking. And the way to do that is to, is to exist in the day. The way to do that is to exist in the moment. Say, okay, right, today I'm going to get up. I'm not going to go out because I've been told not to. I'm, you know, I'm going to stay at home. Okay, so what am I going to do? And this is the central question, isn't it? What are you doing with that time? Now, usually on these shows, I will be saying things like, so you want to go out and you want to talk to people and you want to meet, you know, 100 people and blah, 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 and all of this. And obviously, 
<laughs> I can't, it would be remiss of me to, to recommend that at the moment. And anyway, it's not really practical because probably most people listening to this, uh, you know, you're, you're just not going to be able to go out. It's just, not, it's just not happening at the moment. It's not the right time. And this is, let me make something clear. This is how I was feeling last week. So I got a bit down about all of this last week. Well, I think it was Thursday or Friday when it became apparent that this was actually... This is actually a bit, you know, it's quite a big thing. It's, it's serious and it's going to have an impact on, you know, my life, on being able to travel, on being able to do certain things. Um, you know, I, I was a bit, I was, there was one day I was, I was really down about it. I was like, oh God, you know, this is just like, I, I, suddenly I'm a prisoner. I can't do what I want to do. And as you know, if you've listened to this show for a while, you know, one of my big things is, is, is personal freedom, the ability to travel, the ability to do what you want to do. And when that's sort of taken away from you by this completely random sort of black swan event, really. I mean, nobody could have foreseen this. Nobody expected this at the end of last year. Well, I suppose it started at the end of last year, but you know what I mean. Nobody, nobody could have foreseen this, certainly in the last quarter, at the beginning of the last quarter of last year. Now, suddenly, we're, we're in this situation and, you know, you just think, oh, God... I just, all of the options, all of the, the ideas that I had, all of the plans that I maybe had are now in the balance because of this. Well, okay. But then I woke up the next day and I felt a bit better about it. And I think after a good night's sleep, you know, you kind of tend to feel a little bit better about things anyway. But I suppose I woke up and I just thought, well, it is what it is. And as cliched as that phrase is, it is what it is. There is nothing that we can do. There's nothing that I can do about this. And that's another principle of 12-step recovery, by the way, the idea of powerlessness. Now, we like to think of ourselves as powerful agents in our own lives. And, you know, in some ways you should think of yourself like that. But look, something like coronavirus, I can do nothing about it. I can't do anything about the government's approach to it. I can't do anything about the restrictions that might be placed on on me as a result. I can't do anything about that. So there's no point in me fretting about it. There's no point in me getting up in arms and concerned and railing against it. It just is what it is. I have to accept it. I have to accept that I'm powerless and I have to accept that this is the situation that I find myself in, that we all find ourselves in. Okay, so then what do you do? Well then... You have to think, what is the best way that I can utilize the situation that I find myself in? What is the best way that I can operate under these circumstances? And this is exactly, by the way, what I say about the dating market, because plenty of guys rail about the dating market. They say, well, women are like this. It's, it's become harder. Social media, blah, blah, blah. Dating apps, it should all go back to how it was in the 50s. And I always say, well... That's, you know, you, you might think that, but it's not going to happen. So there's no point in, in really going down that route. And the same thing is true in this situation. You know, we'd all prefer that this wasn't happening. We'd all prefer that this had never started in the first place. Uh, we'd all prefer that, you know, we didn't get it, of course, and our loved ones didn't get it. And also that, um, you know, there weren't all these bans and travel bans and restrictions being placed. But they are, so there's nothing we can do. So we have to accept and we have to move forward. And 
as I was saying at the beginning of the show, for me, I was thinking about what I'm going to do. And I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. This is kind of ironic because I always say, you know, I'm a bit of an introvert. I like to, and and my, my work is largely is about creating content. It's largely about writing, making videos, making podcasts, all this kind of stuff. A lot of what I do in reality on a day-to-day basis is actually on my own. It is actually solo. It is actually, I'm self-isolating anyway as part of my job. And it's kind of ironic then to complain about the situation because this is what I do a lot of the time. Now, for you, sure, it might be totally different, but what I'm saying is I then thought, okay, so how am I going to handle this? And I thought, well, well, all I can really do, because obviously everything is uncertain at the moment in terms of travel and that sort of stuff, all I can really do is use the time in the best way possible. And for me, that is about working on my, my key stuff. So that's about more writing. That's about more reading. That's about more study. That's about creating more content. That's a bit like really, it's about diving really deep into making new stuff, into producing new stuff, which after all is what I should be doing anyway. You know, the truth of the matter is that when I, you know, as much as it might be fun to go and have a weekend in Barcelona or go and have a weekend in Berlin or something like that, um, that's not really getting me nearer to my end goal anyway, because my end goal is to create amazing content um, and obviously to make an income from it and all the rest of it. So in a sense, there's a sort of a positive here because the, the situation, the virus and the knock-on effects are forcing me to get back to basics, are forcing me to refocus on what I'm actually supposed to be doing, which is, is, is basically working, okay? So, you know, in a, in a funny sort of a way, you, think, you have to think, well, okay, fine. If this is the way it is, this is the way it is. So what projects can I plan for myself? And as soon as you start to have a plan, as soon as you start to have aspirations and say, right, okay, well, I'm going to use this time. If nothing much is going to happen for the next couple of months or month and a half or whatever, uh, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write two books. I'm going to create a product based on this stuff that I was doing two years ago. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, then it becomes more, and then you can start to get a bit excited about it and think, right, okay, yeah, okay, this is cool. I'm going to use this time productively. I'm going to use this time to make myself better, to, to improve what I'm doing, to create a better outcome for myself longer term. Now, that's obviously just me. And your situation may be different. And obviously, you need to to look at the logistics and work out how you're going to manage everything. But what I would say, as I was saying at the beginning, is that, you know, this is a a golden opportunity, particularly if you're asked to self-isolate, particularly if you're off work, particularly if you're, you know, you can't really go out anywhere. What are you going to do? Are you going to sit and watch Netflix and eat pizzas, if there's any left in the supermarket, and complain on Twitter about the fact there's no toilet rolls? Or are you going to say, all right, fine, this is happening, it's crap, I wish it wasn't happening, but it is, so now I'm going to immerse myself in improvement in the areas that I want to improve, and one of those might be dating, so you might want to download Renegade Dating Blueprint, link below, <coughs> ka-ching, uh, or, or, you know, or, or it might be philosophy, so you might want to 
subscribe to some philosophy YouTube channels and watch the videos. You might want to uh, get some philosophy books on audiobook or on Kindle or whatever and read them. You know, it could be that you want to improve your fitness. Well, okay, maybe you're not going out to the gym, but there's a loads and loads of stuff you can do in the house, in your apartment. You know, you might want to focus on getting through some issues that you've been dealing with. You know, shyness, lack of confidence. You might want to do Skype coaching with somebody. You know, there are lots and lots of things. Or, and, and I should, of course, mention, you know, perhaps you've been thinking about doing online business. You, you've wanted to create something yourself. Again, now's a golden opportunity to do it. And let's face it, even if you are, in inverted commas, working from home, you can still get away with doing some stuff, can't you? You know, you, if you're at home for two weeks and you're meant to be working, you can do some stuff for your own thing. At least do some research. You know, if you're thinking about creating a fitness brand online, at least do some research into what you could talk about. At least do some research into, um, you know, how you would set up the, your website, what uh, social media platforms you'd use etc etc you know at least do some research into it if you're looking at getting better with dating well you know now is a golden time to you know to, to look at your skill set okay what do i need to improve is it conversation well if it's conversation are there some are there some books or guides i can get on how to improve my conversational skills can i make some videos in the privacy of my own home just for myself to look at myself talking and to see where there are faults where i could improve you know, can I practice improvisation by creating video or audio files where I say to myself, right, for two minutes, I'm going to talk about X topic and then just say go and then do it and then force myself into that position of having to be creative. You can exercise the muscle even when you're sitting at home. Because, <clears throat> look, as I said, this is going to pass. This situation is not going to go on forever. And then... When it passes, when we start to get through this, when things start to ease up and normalize, you're going to be out there again. You're going to be in the dating arena. You know, you're going to be back at your job. You're going to be doing whatever. And if you've come out of this, having used the time wisely and optimized yourself and just be really positive and really positive, like, yeah, I'm going to grow. This is amazing. This is a great opportunity for me to, to really make some changes. If you've grasped that opportunity, then you're going to come out the other side stronger. You're going to come out the other side more capable. You're going to come out the other side having built more opportunities for yourself. And that is really key. That's really, really important. So there's the old saying, which again is a cliche. If someone, if life chucks a lemonade, sorry, <laughs> if life throws a lemon at you, make lemonade. Um, and th this is kind of what we have to do in this situation. Now, none of this is to downplay the potential seriousness of this, because look, I, you know, I was talking to my parents earlier. I have parents who are, um, you know, coming up to the age where this is concerning. And, and sure, you know, that there are very real issues here around health. And look, you don't want to get ill. I mean, if you get ill, you've got this thing, even assuming you get through it and you're, you're fine at the end of it. It's not nice. It's not a good, you know, it's not a good thing to happen. It is crap. It is rubbish. But all I'm saying is, yes, and, and, and the, no, no disrespect to anybody who's suffering or, or any families or anything like that. Yes, it is terrible. But you, we also need to, 
we also need to look at how we proceed through this. And the best way to proceed through something like this, in my view, is to, is to be proactive and to be productive. You know, be a producer, don't be a consumer. So rather than, you know, it's, it, it's easy to say, okay, I'm just going to veg out in front of the TV for two weeks or a month or however long it is. And you can do that and that's cool. But, uh, you know, is that really going to have got you anywhere? And you need to always keep the end game in mind. And as I say, like if dating is your, is your end game, if getting better with that stuff is your end game, then even when you're in a situation where you can't go out, what can you do to get nearer to where you want to be? And there, 100% there are things which I've mentioned to you before, not least study, not least looking at the material, immersing yourself in the material, and so on. So look, we will get through this together. Um, I'm obviously going to be putting out content. So, you know, there's going to be content there. There's going to be stuff for you to watch. There's going to be stuff for you to engage with. Just use the time wisely and think about your end game and think about improvement. Think about how you can use this to better yourself, you know, to really make something for yourself. This could be a turning point for you. This could be a turning point in your life. You could look back in 10 years and go, the coronavirus thing, that was when I started my business. That was when I started investing. That was when I started to get fit. That was when I started to get good with dating. You know, and that's how you've got to look at this. There's opportunity behind every cloud to mix up some metaphors. And you've just got to seize it. You've just got to be aware. You've got to seize it. Rich Cooper on Rule Zero was talking a lot about the investment opportunities at the moment. I'm not an expert on that. But look, I mean, prices are low. They're going to go up again. So, you know, look into that. So much stuff that you can do. So much stuff that you can do to improve your life and to make yourself just a better person to be around for other people as well. And that's the other thing, just a final note. Some of the stories we're seeing about people helping other people, it's really nice. Obviously, if there is anything you can do to help out, help in your community, help people less able than you, then look into doing that as well because that is really, really key, really important. And that will, ironically, that will give you a good feeling as well. And, you know, like, we need to look after each other, right? Without being cheesy. That's just, you know, that's how it is. We're all in this together. So there you go. Anyway, as I said, Renegade Dating Blueprint, which is my collection of 11 books about dating game, the sexual marketplace. You can get it below on the link. Do click the link below. It's worth $250. So, you know, get on board. Do um, subscribe to my daily email list. Free email goes out every day. We'll be discussing coronavirus, dating, and confidence, charisma, and other things. Support me on Patreon, link below. And yeah, hit subscribe to this channel. Really helps me to get the subscribers up and to spread the word. Okay, look after yourselves. We will speak again very soon. Bye-bye.